sunrise on a Saturday. I'm headed down to the lake, just my buddy and me. Got my boat hooked up to my Chevy truck. I'm running high on work, ain't ever coming down. Time to back the boat down the ramp again. Do everything we can to come back in with a windsack. That's a lot of fishermen you wouldn't understand. Something you can't fill on dry land. Got a picture all the way up in a day. Set the hook on the small mouth bass and then you'll understand. Got to get your hands on my shamari. And a jean on the side of the lake, what you feel. Step on a day. Give it a word. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I wish I could sing. But I cannot sing. I am terrible at that. And uh, so I'm not gonna put you guys through it. However, in the morning on my drive, I'm gonna be jamming out because I think I sound fabulous. <laughs> okay. Uh, Y'all are gonna have to forgive me tonight. As you can tell, if you're watching live with us, I am not in my uh, in my in, at home. I'm not in the office. I'm not in my studio. I'm actually on the road, so uh, I'm uh, I'm a little discombobulated. I think that's the proper word. I think that's a real word, right? Somebody can correct me. Discombobulated. I think that's a real thing. I think that's a real terminology. So, uh, you guys, I tell you what, I, I'm loving the excitement around this series of shows around the ten because eight thirty, I went live. And bam, there was 40 people ready to rock, ready to rock and roll, ready to watch. So uh, the champ is in the house, Mr. Mike Elsie. Tim Isaacs, what's up, brother? How are you, man? Uh, Mel Ash is in the house. Uh, Brian's in here. Uh, Dylan Fuqua, the kid, the KBF kid. Uh, the man himself, Mr. Matthew Scotch, is in the house tonight. Uh, what's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Once again, like I said, uh, my apologies for uh, uh, being a little all over the place tonight. Uh, we're eventually going to rein this thing in, you know, as compared to most shows. But uh, uh, like I said, uh, I'm on the road. Uh, I'm actually at the in-laws house. My my in my in-laws uh, purchased a new home and uh, my, my father-in-law retired after uh, almost 40 years of uh, being a pastor in the Methodist church uh, and took another job immediately. And um, so they moved up uh, upstate, North Georgia. And so I came up here, uh, spent a little time away with the family. The wife and the kids are here doing Christmas, kind of hanging out. So that's why I'm not at home. Not that any of you guys care about any of that, but, you know, hey, oh, well, it is what it is, right? Let's get this thing started right. We got folks chiming in all over the place. Let's do it. You guys ready? Let's get this rolling. What's going on, Facebook Live? What up, everybody? Welcome to The Way In. I'm your host, Scott Future, and holy crap, am I excited. We've got the uh, the dragon, and I'm going to let him explain that. we got the dragon on the show tonight. Uh, this dude, um, I, 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 I'm going to get some more details because, to be honest with you, I know this guy, but I don't know him as well as I know some of these other cats. But what I know about this guy and, and all of the homework that I did and all of the research and the time that we got to spend on the water together, 
um, uh, down at down down at the NC this past year uh, was definitely good storytelling. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm really mad it didn't make the show because it's, it was phenomenal storytelling. Um, but this is this guy's a gamer. This guy puts in the work um, on the water, off the water. He's uh, he it's he's he's very cerebral, much more cerebral than I think he puts on. And I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into that a little bit because I I, I think. I honestly think he hides that a little bit. This dude's smart, and I don't mean, I I don't mean a smart. I mean he's smart, and and I think I think that he hides that a pretty good bit. Um, and and I don't know if that's something he does intentional or not, but we're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit. But this dude had a phenomenal year, uh, worked his way into uh to to the ten, and uh, and is now biting for. Do I have that graphic? If you guys didn't see it yesterday, check this out. This is now biting. Let me see if I can get my ugly face off the screen. Sorry, guys. I'm doing one screen. Y'all bear with me. Um, is now is now is now in a fight with the other eleven guys for his take of thirty one thousand dollars. This is if you guys are just tuning in and just checking into this thing. This is the way in where we are talking about the ten. The ten is presented by DZ and Kissimmee Sports. This is kayak bass fishing's mothership this is the the nc is a big deal it's a ton of people it's a lot of money for me as a fan this is the pinnacle i these guys all get together they they they're they're we're going to be in kissimmee sports down at the kissimmee channel lakes in florida this year uh kbf rolls out the red carpet for them puts them all in a house they come in with all types of swag they live there they 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 fellowship there they eat breakfast they rig rods they clean boats. They do all of that stuff together under the same roof and then go out and compete. And this year, first place is taking home $10,000. Every single guy that made this, that makes this tournament is, is walking into the house with a thousand dollars. Their take of the rest of the other money decides on where they finish from fifth up. It only gets better than that original thousand uh, dollars. This is, this is Jamie's first year in. And so, uh, so we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what he does, what he thinks, and how he feels about it. So I'm excited about it. There's that graphic. Let's uh, let's not waste any more time. Oh, hey, how about that? How about it? Pull me up. Sorry, guys, I'm dealing here. Let's uh, let's pull Mr. Broad into the show tonight and get this thing rolling. Two things I want you guys to do as I'm bringing Jamie in. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are presented by Fish USA, America's Tackle Shop. As you guys can see, I'm rocking the Fish USA hoodie. Uh, these guys, uh, straight up, these guys won me over about, uh, about, a, about a year ago. They came into the space hot and heavy doing a bunch of different things. I sat on the fence and waited to kind of see what they were doing. And I realized that they were investing in the community. They were investing into the sport and, uh, and, and not only were they investing, not only were they showing their, were they writing a check and investing, these guys were coming to events. These guys were setting up booze. These guys were at almost everything that KBF was doing last year. And to me, that's that's what warned me over. So when I sat down at ICAST this year and had that conversation, I said, "Hey, how can I come be a part of what you guys are doing?" Uh, we had been talking before, but but they're doing phenomenal things. Go check them out. If for some crazy reason you're on a rock and you don't know who they are, go to fishusa.com and check them out. Now's the time of year to be getting everything set up and ready and rigged for uh, for the for the coming year. So what I want you guys to do is, if you're just tuning in, I want you to smash that share button. Uh, uh, remember that Chad has put out a thousand dollar bounty. So if you throw if you show out a share of this video and you hashtag DZ the 10 
And if you're pulling for Jamie, you can you can tag Jamie Broad in that post or any of the other 10 guys. And uh, over the course of this next couple of weeks, every single one of these things will get shared. Uh, Chad's going to go in and put them all in a computer system and somebody's going to win a thousand dollar DZ gift card. So uh, that's 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 really kind of about it. If you guys are just tuning in, drop in the comment section where you're watching from. And there's Mr. Jamie himself. What's going on, brother? How are you, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. So now I talked to you a little bit earlier behind the scenes in the green room. You uh, you work today or you spent some time with the family today? Had you spent time with the kids? Nice, nice. Now you've your your family, man. You've got four kids. Your oldest, your oldest is uh is 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 like eighteen or nineteen, right? And then you've got two twelve year olds and a nine year old, right? Th like so, I mean, so let's just pause there. Let's just pause there. Like that's I, I've I've got three toddlers, but only one girl. Three girls? I mean, bro, what what's that, what's that like? <laughs> all right jamie we're good i got everybody coming and saying we don't have any sound from you try that again see if you got any sound kicking up there y'all give me just a second guys we'll see if we can pull that up there uh see if we can get him pulled up y'all haven't missed anything just yet Still got settings there, Jamie. Y'all give me just one second, guys. A little technical difficulties. Jamie, I'm going to kick you. Come back in and see what we do. All right, let's see here. I'm going to kick him to the curb, guys, and see if we can bring him back in. My apologies there. We'll bring that right back in. The only thing we got into so far was talking about the kids. He's a family guy. Uh, he's um, he's he's a guy that, uh, like I said before, uh, you know, is, is always churning, always doing something. I was really impressed by learning about his nine to five. And learning what he does, um, uh, you know, uh, regularly. So let's see if we can get him back here now. There's Jamie kicking back in. Let's see if we get you there. All right, buddy. I hear you. It takes it's about a 45 second delay. I heard you before. So let's see if we get you now. Let's see. Uh, some when you guys when you guys comment, I should pull up on my on my phone where I don't have the delay, huh? <laughs> you guys bear with me. We're trying to get this thing figured out. Uh, Y'all, let me know whether or not we got some audio. Uh, Mark says Lynette is in the house. Uh, Dylan says, Jamie Broad, you're my hero. Can't wait to hear you. Though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. We got audio. Brock, is that audio? Is that a yep for we got Jamie now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Oh, we're live. Finally. All right, All right there we go. Let's see what we get in there. Yep. All right. Craig says we hear you, so we're good. Uh, says Illinois is ta is taxing my audio stream. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see if we get you now. Shane's chiming in. Brian, everybody's telling us we got you. Uh, so everybody's saying great sound now. All right, cool. So we didn't miss much other than talking about the kids. That's what they all missed. I got to hear it. But you are a family man. Your oldest is uh, is your only boy at nineteen. You got a couple of twelve year old girls and uh, and a nine year old that live in the house. And so living, growing up, having the girls in the house. You said that was what. It's interesting. <laughs> that's, I got that's you. That's where to put it. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, with those girls, sometimes they hate each other, sometimes they love each other, but most of the time they're ready to kill each other. So, yeah. 
It happens. That makes sense. So does that aid in your escape to the kayak? <laughs> they all have kayaks too, which is funny. Really? My little one used to ride in the back of mine, but I finally ended up having to kick her out and get her own. Nice. So, well, at nine, yeah, she's 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 probably she's probably paddling or pedaling her own now. Oh, she wants pedals. She wants pedals, huh? <laughs> she she's had it with the other one. I got you. Looking for the pedals. I got you. I got you. Makes sense. Um, so now I want I want to go back a little bit. Now you you've only been in this competitively. This was your second full season, right? Yes. So so take us all the way back, man. Where where did you grow up fishing? Tell I mean. Uh, where, I, where did your love for the outdoors and water? I know you're a Louisiana, Texas guy. Uh, I mean, where, where did that stem from, boss? Oh, I grew up fishing since I was little. Great grandmother fishing brim with cane poles. Uh, then ended up, once I got out of the military, traveled around for a while, uh, settled back in East Texas 12 years ago and picked it back up. Uh, bought a kayak about eight years ago, just a little FS10 from Bass Pro Shop. And nice. I still have it. But me and a couple of buddies, we used to go down the river between uh, Jefferson, Caddo Lake. That was our go-to. And we just happened to stumble across uh, the East Texas Kayak Group. They were kicking off their full season. That That's that's like walking into an Ace Hardware. Hammer, 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 hammer. Oh, we, hadn't, we didn't know any better. <laughs> but that first tournament was like I ended up losing two fish off my board. Got blown around in 30-mile-an-hour winds. Didn't know what I was doing on a big lake like that. And uh, came in fourth, so just stuck with it. So now, what, where, where was – I mean, when you – like you, you said you got into the kayak thing, but when did you realize that there was competition at this level in the kayak space? It was a weird one because we found out about a, just the East Texas group having an event. And then got on Facebook, started doing some research, found KBF and found, found some of the online events. And it just kind of snowballed. The first year was just kind of a teaser. Okay, let's do the East Texas one and uh, see how that goes. Did a couple online challenges and played around with that. And uh, the more I looked into it, the more events you started to find. And then, I mean, here I am today. But it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. But going from that FS10, uh, I ended up going to a Jackson Cuda or a Cusa, and try going on Lake Fork and 25 mile an hour winds in that boat. Never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with the pedal drive at the end of my first season. I got gotcha. you. So, so, so you went and you're in you're in a wilderness systems now, right? Yes. I've got a radar 135 with the helix drive, and then I have an attack 140 with the torpedo. I take both of them with him just in case one of them goes down. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Now, being being a married man and having the and, and having the family like that, when you started really kind of getting serious into this and telling the wife that, hey, I'm going to go travel across the country, and I'm going to I knew you, and, and we're going to get into work in a minute, so I'm not there yet. But you travel a good bit. But when you start telling friends and family and the wife that, hey there's a kayak tournament across the country. I'm going to go, I'm going to go enter. I mean, how did that go over? She supports me on it. So I can't complain with it. Yeah, she likes to read on the weekends. My daughters go to their mom's house every other week. So during those weekends, like she'll sit here and read all weekend and just relax. So now, I, now I heard an interesting rumor earlier 
no that your your youngest daughter and I my her name escapes me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but your your what's your name? Emma. Emma. So I heard a rumor earlier that Emma no longer cares where you rank mm-hmm. in the in on the leaderboard. She's looking for where Christine Fisher is. Yes. <laughs> Emma. Here's Emma right here. Emma. She's hey. laughing in the background. Emma. Hey, darling. How are you? Good. So now come here for a minute. Come in a little closer here. So now I hear that when dad comes home from a tournament, you're not really concerned where dad's where dad finished. You want to know where Christine finished, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now you just got your own. You're getting your own boat or you got your own boat? I already have my own. But you want pedals, right? So dad needs to go to Florida in a couple weeks and win a bunch of money so you can get a kayak with pedals, right? Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Good deal. I appreciate it. Okay. Hey, give a big shout out to Christine. She'll tell you, she'll, she'll give you a shout out back. Uh, she's gone. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's phenomenal, man. Love that. Love the girl power. Love, love that you're raising them up in that. Mine, uh, my youngest, my, my youngest or my only girl isn't there yet. So uh, when she gets there, man, that, that's, that's incredible. Love it. All right, I want to I want to dive in a little bit and talk about competitive drive and focus because I've gotten some good stories, but I also have a firsthand account. Um, I come around the corner. We had a film crew with us down at uh, down at the NC this year mm-hmm. on your on your home waters, and I come around the corner, and you're soaking wet from head at to toe o'clock. at eight o'clock. It was like eight fifteen. Yeah, it was early and cold. Yeah. I mean, it was early and cold, and you're drenched. And what? And I look at you, and I'm like, "Are you okay? Like, what happened? Like, you know, the 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 life safety kicks in, and you're like, "Yeah, man, I lost my phone. I went in after it. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucked. I should have thought about it prior to, because it was one of those I lost uh, as soon as I dropped it. I staked out my paddle. So I knew where the vicinity it was, but my NRS boots, I should have took those off. My sweatshirt, I should have took it off. Should have emptied out my pockets. But I didn't do it. I just jumped in. But, but you, threw, you, you, I mean, when it went, you threw your paddle or your stakeout, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and to be right there. Yep. And then you just jumped over the side. That's it. There wasn't a second thought, nothing. No, because I had two fish on it that I hadn't submitted yet. And I sat there for like maybe two seconds, three seconds. It was like, okay, it's either my event's over with or I'm going swimming. So I went swimming. That's incredible. Now, how was the rest of the day? We eventually split ways. We shot a phenomenal segment. KBF and the and the, and the, and the higher ups, like, I don't know where that went, but that, that footage needs to make the light of day somewhere. It The rest of the day, I mean, I think I ended up with like 81, 82 inches that day. It wasn't bad. But uh, I lost two at the end of the day, and it's wonderful because uh, Duke Catch Outdoors was with me. So we have it on video. I lost a double digit probably the last 45 minutes of the tournament. That's funny that you even said that because that's my next line, right? That's where I'm going to next because I talk with Duke, and Duke, we all know Duke. I love Duke to death. And Duke's, you know, Duke's obviously you guys are good friends. Um, but Duke talks about – that was the biggest fish he's ever seen physically. He's ever been present to see was the fish that you lost. And this was day two or day one? Day one. So, and he said that he's never seen anybody 
turn back and go back to work in the way that you did. And I broke off like five minutes prior to that on another big one. As soon as I set the hook, it snapped. But I should have retied and I didn't do it. So that one was on me. But yeah, it just, I mean, kept my head into it. And I mean, I'll give Duke and them some credit because that, that day was rough and I just stayed with it. And I knew there was a big fish sitting in that cove. That's Duke. I called it. It was like, if the pattern keeps up, there's one right here. And two casts later on the same tree, there it was. Now, uh, now I, I, I want to say there, and again, I, I think you're, I feel like you're skirting me. I'm going to put the pressure on you. Because again, I, I think I, I think that you're I think you're probably one of the most cerebral guys in this ten house coming in. And I think you downplay that a lot, Jamie. I'm being honest with you. I, I what what is what is the focus? There are very few men that can lose a double digit and turn back and go back to work. Well, if you watch the video, I do throw a fit like a two year old for about thirty seconds. And I mean Slam my paddle, said a couple nice choice words, uh, slam my net in the bottom of the boat. And, but, <laughs> and there's not much I could do. If I, and if I could have rolled around on that boat, I would have, but there was, I mean, just stay focused with it. That's the thing. It's like, I've tried not to, my first season, I've gotten frustrated and I've tried to, I'll sit and just take a couple minutes, take a couple breathers. If I know I'm starting to get frustrated and then go right back to it but i've seen people burn out like their their heads get to them and that day that i saw you on caddo there was a couple guys getting followed around i felt bad for them but they were struggling and you could tell it was like man just slow down oh uh, uh, we we've seen it when we go out with the camera crew we see a whole different side of you guys if i just roll up on some of y'all and the cameras aren't with me and we're talking mm -hmm. You guys are a lot of you guys. I'm not throwing everybody on blast, but right. a lot of you guys are fine. But there are a group of guys that we put in front of the camera that, dude, it's a it's a pressure cooker. I'm sorry, it is. It is. And and now I will say KBF has gotten better. I I was on the other end this year listening to to a couple of conversations. When you're in those top couple of spots on day two, definitely day three. That's what they're they're we're building a TV show here too. And so, you know, I, but I've heard him say, okay, they're on fish. And I've heard him ask, are you, are you comfortable with the camera crews coming before they start shipping us all out? And from what I understand, this year in Gunnersville, there's going to be even more camera crews. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's interesting to, to, for me to see. But, again, to hear Duke and to hear so many reactments uh, or, or so many statements about how you kept focus, just uh, honestly, man, I, I even in this house, no disrespect to the other ten. I, I think there's only another two or three in this whole house that would that would return to focus the way that you did, and that that intrigues me as a human being and as an angler and as a competitor. The way that you did, the way that you're able to do that, I think is just is remarkable, and I think that is a big part of why you find the success that you find. Naked Jack was another one. Second day at Naked Jack, I lost a twenty-one and a half off my board at eight o'clock golly i was so mad it's like i just sat there for about 10 minutes and just went right back at it caught another 30 fish but i mean i tied the biggest fish of the entire event and lost it at the boat they're lost off of my board and up there big fish are really hard to find yeah nick and jack uh nick and jacks are beautiful lots of lots of fish size sizes 
is not uh, in five years, that lake's going to be fired. <laughs> so, um, all right. I, I want to shift gears here, bro. And I, and I want to take, take a hard left. And I want to preference this with, guys, I'm, I'm not throwing Jamie on the spot here. Some of the things we have conversations about what we can bring up and what we can't. And I asked Jamie if we could talk about this. So you guys don't throw me under the bus. I'm not surprising him with this conversation. Um, I want to talk about Rebecca Golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you guys that are unfamiliar, uh, Miss Rebecca Golden um, uh, uh, was and is a giant part of this sport. She's the reason for the golden hour that we have now. She was, uh, if you didn't get an opportunity to meet her and to know her and be around her, just a, a, re- a remarkable human being, a remarkable soul. And uh, in, in November of 2018, on Toledo Bend, uh, Rebecca lost her life. Jamie was 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 the first on the scene straight up. And Jamie, you haven't you haven't really talked about this publicly. And and I'd love to I'd I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit and 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 just kind of walk us through from the time y'all got the call that Rebecca wasn't back at the ramp up until, you know, uh, up until you you know, you don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, I mean, it doesn't bother me now. Um the first 6 months afterwards were pretty rough. Uh, but that day, I mean, she'd gotten there the, the night before in the best mood ever giving us all popcorn. I mean, she was bubbly as she always is. And, uh, we didn't, there was some things that after the fact we thought about, it was kind of strange, but like that morning was just like any other morning. We all went out, uh, me, Matt Scotch and Dwayne Taft, we all went to breakfast. It was raining. So we weren't in any hurry to go out. And especially it had been in the 40s, so it was cold. Uh, we, I think we headed out probably 10, 1030. She left out 630 that morning, like always, and uh, ended up coming back to the house at some point, hung out with Siddiqui for a little bit, and then uh, rolled back out. And we all kind of did the same thing. But we had plans that night. Uh, we all cooked dinner. Brad Case was there, so uh, we we're on a pretty tight schedule, and it was just one of those. We all sat down to have dinner together, and the it was a weird one because I'd fallen and busted my butt at the boat ramp, and I was waiting on her to get to the house because I wanted to ask her what the symptoms of a broken butt were, and just thought it was going to be comical, and uh, we sat around and it's like it. We started asking questions about seven o'clock. Say where she had anybody seen her. Jason Broach was with us, um, and Mel Ash was there, and we're all just back and forth. And uh, I guess about eight o'clock, nine o'clock, it started getting a little bit later, and we all started started making phone calls. We figured maybe she'd gone out to dinner with somebody else, and it hadn't happened. Um, so I ended up getting on her Facebook. And when she was on the water, she was usually, she'd check in on Facebook every now and then. And I noticed that she hadn't been on it in quite a few hours. So uh, Jason Broach was with us and he actually knew where she had launched. So he went to the boat ramp. And by this time, it was probably 10, a little after 10 o'clock. And uh, we're all starting to get in panic mode at that point. And Jason calls us back and uh, says that her car is still at the ramp 
And as soon as that happened, I mean, it's everybody just kind of went into, okay, we got to go mode. And Cody and Mel Ash went with me. We threw Cody's trailer on the back of my truck, threw one of my kayaks in my truck, took off, and we were at the boat ramp within 15 minutes after the phone call with boats, everything ready to roll. We started unloading uh, the... I don't know if it was the fire department or parks and I think the fire department showed up. Somebody did. And we asked him when they were going to have uh, available boat in the water. He couldn't give us any info. So we unloaded and they kind of hesitated on letting us go, but we didn't really give them much of an option. So we took off and during this process, uh, Dwayne Taff had got back to the house. He had had to go to Houston for a little bit. Um, he grabbed one other guy that was there. He threw his trailer on, took off to another boat ramp. We all kind of knew where we were going. So he went to the back of where we thought she was fishing. And, um, but I guess me, Cody and Mel, we hugged the bank line. Cody was the closest one to the bank. I was about 20 yards out and the Mel was about 20 yards out. We stayed close so that we, we didn't get in any trouble while we were out there looking as well. And, uh, we just, we came around the corner and she was, we saw her boat on the point and, uh, ended up finding her there. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a crazy night. So I'd, with everybody that was in that house and everybody that stood on that point during the whole process and, uh, it went through it, they'll always have my respect. I mean, we all sat there in somebody's basically garage on a, off of a point. We didn't know who they were. We were all just standing in there. Eight of us huddled up, just trying to stay warm, waiting on someone to come. And uh, so uh, luckily we got a hold of Chad. And he actually, Chad went above and beyond that night, went and picked up my boat trailer that would hold four kayaks because there was no way that us three could make it back. And then we picked up uh, Rebecca's boat as well and headed in. And it was uh, it was a crazy night. We'll put it that way. I had some getting back out on the water for the first month after that was pretty crazy. It's intense, man. You know, for 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 this community in this sport to lose somebody that has as much life and as much love and as much compassion. And just, I don't know that she ever met someone that she didn't just consume. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a tough loss. And, and, and it's something that, 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 like you said, the, the, the group of you guys that, that stood in that garage and, and that were there and that were there for the rest of that event and, 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 and stuff like that. It's something that is that that even more so brings you guys a, a a sense of community and a sense of togetherness in in a in a real sense of life and death and 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 I know that you were former military I know that you travel over the over the world so many of these guys are so many of this stuff does and 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 and, and so often we lose sight on on the on what's important and. And so I thank you, brother, for for sharing that story with us tonight, because 
I feel like this community hasn't really had a firsthand. We haven't had you or, or any of these guys really give that, give that side of that story. And thank you for, for being willing to share that with us tonight, man. It means yeah, a lot. No I problem. appreciate it. It's just, I mean, I wish people would start to realize, I mean, there was eight of us on that point that night. Did we worry about I mean, what group we were fishing or, I mean, any of the BS that you see going around online anymore. No, it was eight guys trying to find their friend that was out there fishing. And, I mean, you take care of your own. That's uh, one of the reasons I'm still in it. I mean, I would do anything for the the group of guys that was there that night or anybody else in that fact. I mean, I, I, and, and, and I, and I fully believe that all of us in this community would, man. So like I said, <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, uh, Re Rebecca and the Golden Hour. That's something that's always going to stay. Dwayne Wally and the guys at Tourney X and, and everybody that's involved with everything Rebecca Golden. Uh, you know, I still keep her logos on my jersey and on my truck, and, and I know so many others do. Um, uh, you know, big big shout out. Much love, Rebecca. We're always thinking about you, darling. And, uh, Jamie, I appreciate your time, man, rolling into that thing, dude. We're going we're gonna to see if we can roll into something a little bit more lighthearted here, guys. So if you guys are just tuning in, uh, uh, y'all, y'all are, if you're just tuning in, you, you, you want to go back and catch all of that. You can do that two different ways. You can go to our podcast. Once these things go live, you can go to every major podcast platform and download all of these episodes and, uh, and, and catch up and hear all of these things. That's a story. And that's a piece that you're going to want to hear if you, if you weren't, if you're just tuning in, uh, you can go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in and catch up with all these episodes. Uh, uh, secondly, and lastly, if you guys are just tuning in, I want you to do two things for me. Uh, I want you to go and smash that share button. Let everybody know that we're fixing to get into the 10 conversation with uh, with Mr. Jamie Broad. And uh, and then I want you to, to drop in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, we love seeing those kind of comments, those kind of engagements around. And we want to remind you guys that if you hashtag when you share this, when you share this content or any of the uh, the interviews that we're doing for the rest for the next two weeks with all of these 10 competitors, um, if you hashtag DZ the 10, and you tag one of these competitors, like tonight, if you're pulling for Jamie, for instance, uh, if you hashtag uh, DZ the 10 and you tag Jamie Broad in the share of this video or any of the other videos, the interviews, um, uh, at, the end, at the end of all this, uh, Chad's going to pull a random winner out of a randomizer and somebody's going to be a uh, $1,000 richer in DZ gift cards. Uh, I, I, I can't think of anybody that doesn't want another $1,000 worth of truck accessories. So, um, all right, we're going, we're going to shift gears, Jamie. We're going to shift gears, man. I'm going to throw something up here on the screen. And, uh, uh, these, these 11 mugs right here are 10 mugs, not counting your own. This is, this is the competition, my brother. This is, this is, uh, like, it's great to have some community. It's great to be a part of a brotherhood, but these guys are trying to stop you from getting $10,000 richer. Oh, I know. It's a, I fish with most of them on a regular basis. If not, I'm, I talk to them on a regular basis. It, it's going to be an interesting one. It's, I think it's going to be a tight race. I really, uh, I think it's, it's going to be a lot closer than what some people are thinking. You may have one or two people that find a good spot, but trying to keep it up for two days. I mean, there's a lot of water down there. Yeah. So. So, so I want to talk about that a little bit. All right. So first off the 10 and what the 10 is, are, were you, have, were you familiar last year? I mean, I mean, I know you were, but I mean, what, what, have, what have, what have you seen? What have you heard? What are you expecting coming into this 10 being, being this, this is, this is your rookie event, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, this is not a rookie event. Uh, for the 10. For the 10. I yeah. Mean. I'm happy that it's on the Kissimmee chain instead of being at Bienville again. Because, I mean, I never got to fish it. So some of the guys being in it multiple years, I mean, they knew the lakes. They knew the kind of the layout. So there was a little bit of an advantage there. So at least this is more of an equal playing field for us going into it. But don't get me wrong. Some of those, yeah, Cody, he always finds fish. Same way with Josh. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Well, and, and you know, it's funny you even mentioned those two. Cody is 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 the reigning 10 champ. This is his third event. And Josh Stewart's never missed a 10. I so, know. So, you know, you, you take a couple of guys like that, you know, you add in Brad Case, who is, you know, who who shares a lot of the same water down in your neck of the woods. And 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 you take a guy like that, that that this is his second year. Then you look at 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 the Texas Hammer and Matthew Scotch and everything that he's doing and what he's put together in the season he's had. I don't know that anybody in any sport has done in the time span what he's done. I, Matthew Scotch this season was on fire, okay. but he's got to travel with it. And 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 he said that's and I'm gonna bring that up with him this, on January seventh because. That's that's been the heel. That's what everybody points to mm. when we talk about Scotch. People go, but I don't think that but's necessary. I want to find out what he's got to say about it. You know, you look at guys like Ken Wood, Mike Elsie, the Tennessee Hammer, and Russ Snyder's. Derek Brundle is a is a sleeper that I'm scared some of you guys are sleeping on. <laughs> I'm telling you, Derek Brundle. Y'all listen to my words. This cat. Is is gonna surprise some folks. I'm telling y'all, just I'm, I just wait. And then we got a 15 year old that nobody saw coming. Yep, Dylan's been so, on a roll. It, it's 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 going to be very very interesting, Jamie. I want to know which of these three guys do you think are gonna give you a run for your money? Which <sighs> of these three guys? Do you think you're going to have a hard time beating in the 10? I, you got to give me three names, bro. That's a hard one because, I mean, there's five that really stand out that I think, I mean, they're going to do good on any water. Drop your list. Let's hear it. Uh, Russ, I mean, he came in this year and just hammered it. So, I mean, Scotch is the same way. Uh, Cody and Josh, those two, I mean, they're, they've been on every leaderboard on, I think, every event they've been in this year. So, and then Brad Case, this is right up his alley. I mean, I'd love for me and Brad to go down there and throw a frog clinic on for like two days. But we'll see how it all plays out. It's going to be interesting. It really is. And it all it's going to depend on what the weather does. But right now, he was 85 there today. Yeah. So, it's it's going to get close. Now, last night during Brad Case's uh, show, if you guys missed it, we we launched this graphic and we watched this launch this campaign. This is the first. I don't know of any tournament ever where every single place is play is is is, is paid out. When when we put this up last night, Jamie, what was your thought process, brother? Uh, super excited. I mean that it, it's great for everybody to have an opportunity to take home a little cash, and also it's going to relieve some of the stress for some of the anglers. And knowing that you're going to take a check home no matter what, yeah. Hey, you just get to go fishing. And yeah. if you can end up in the top four, great. Get a little bit extra, but 
I mean, from sixth place to 12th, all the same paycheck. Now, you just referenced the 12th place. I want to talk about that. The 12th place right now doesn't exist. Right. There's there's 11 of you guys that are all these beautiful faces down here in the left-hand corner if you guys are following along at home. So with that, the, the 10th Invitational takes place a couple days beforehand. I, I'm pretty sure all 11 of you are fishing it. Uh, what's your thoughts on somebody coming in and winning their way into this? And it's, it is what it is. And if they, if they can come in and compete with us 11 on that body of water, I mean, why not? I mean, obviously they've, they've earned their shot somehow or another to get into the Timbitational. So, yeah, I mean, I see everybody's both sides of it, of why they should and why they shouldn't be allowed. But I mean, end of the day, just, it is what it is. Well, now, we had Corey Dreyer. Corey was a co-champion in the first event with, with Ron Champion, Mr. Champion himself. Uh, they they co-championed the uh, the first ever 10. Um, Corey's already said that, that, especially seeing this payout kick up yesterday, this is a lot more incentive for a guy like him. I, I mean, what's your, you know, all of these guys that are qualified for the 10 Invitational have, have, have proven they know they have what it takes. Yeah. And there's some there's some sticks coming down. I know Corey's coming. Uh, I'm still waiting to see if Jamie if he makes it down or not. Jody Queen's coming in. So there's some sticks coming down for the Invitational. So, but that's eleven. We will be playing defense on that one as well. So I got you. We'll see how you. it's going to be fun. No matter how you look at it, us eleven in the house. Oh God, it's going to be a fun week. It, well, that's that's so that's my next topic, right? Let me let me shove these down out of here. That's my next topic. All right, so uh, all of you guys coming into the house, you guys are gonna red, K, KBF rolls out the red carpet. I don't have all my notes because I'm not at home, but you guys are staying in a phenomenal. It's basically a, a neighborhood full of mansions. Um, you guys are all gonna be under one roof. All your meals. You guys are gonna walk into to uh, you know all types of you know of of goodies and swag. Um, you guys be in one house. What's your thoughts there? I know that in the NC last year, your house was a big, was a big, uh, a big gathering spot. Um, so I know you're not a stranger to that, but, but do you think there's anything any different coming into this from, from, from being the hangout place that, that you guys have done had before? No, it's, I mean, it, it'll be nice to meet some of the, the other guys that I'm not very familiar with or have met once or twice. So that, uh, be fun to just sit down and get their perspective on it, especially from the Northeast. I don't know many guys from that area. And so it's going to be nice to see what is exactly going through their heads at the time, because this is, it's going to be a lot of grass, shallow water. So it's going to be a fun week. I, I, I fully <laughs> agree, man. I think it's going to be a blast. I think it's going to be a slobber knocker. I I'm hoping the weather stays in the pattern that we're looking at. I've looked at some 30 day scales and, and if it holds, it's, it's, uh, uh you and Brad case, y'all, y'all might be able to put on a clinic. It's if the frog bite holds out, Oh boy, it's gonna be fun. That's why I'm <laughs> going back to lacrosse in August just for the frog bite. I got you. Um, rolling into, rolling into this event. What, uh, what's, what's, what's your, what's your goal? What, what are you, what are you rolling in the house expecting? And then what are you planning on rolling out of the house with? I mean, honestly, 
my goal for this year was to to make it to the 10. So, I mean, I've got no expectations going into it. Um, I'm going to go in, fish with my friends, have a good time, and uh, I'm going to go fishing. And we'll see what happens. Don't get me wrong. I'm doing my homework. But it's – I don't – I'm not as stressed out going into this event as I have been a lot of the other events. I mean, this is new body of water for me, but end of the day, and I'll have plenty of time to pre-fish, but I mean, we're all going to walk away with something. And even getting into the 10 is a huge thing in itself. So in my mind, I mean, I've already won from what I expected of my, this season. So love it. Love it. Now, what's your what's your plans for the rest of 2020? This this kicks off the season for you. What's what's the rest of 2020 shaping up? Oh God, many many miles on the road. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I travel with Dwayne Taff, uh, as many people know. He's my road buddy, and we go to every event together for the most part. Uh, we we've got it broke down, and it's ridiculous this year. If I mean, you really going to have to cover a lot of miles if you want to hit the events. Uh, we're going to try to hit as many of the KBF Pro events, uh, hopefully a couple of the, the trail events. I've got to get into the Challenge Series Championship because there's no way I'm letting it come to Caddo and me not being in it. Uh, yep. And then hit some of the bass, like I said, lacrosse in August. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a fun one. So it's... It's a juggling act right now. There's just so many events. It's like, oh, I want to go to this one, but it conflicts with this one. So, yeah. But that that's a problem so many in this community prayed for for the last two and three years. Now it's here. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out and how it all pans out. I'm excited as a fan for all of you guys <laughs> to get this opportunity to go and see how everything plays out. Um, it's uh, it's 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 going to be a fun one, man. It's going to be a fun one. I uh. I, 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 I'd like to know if uh, uh, my final question for you, before we kind of start winding this thing down and I'm going to throw these faces up here one more time, but if, uh, and I meant to throw this at Brad last night, so don't feel like you got a question. He didn't get the time got away from me with Brad. If, if, if you're, if, if you're not picking you to take home 10 grand, which one of these guys you think is taking home 10 grand, Jamie? Oh, and Cody's going to be my pick if it's not me. And that was his backyard for a few years. Yeah. So he's, he knows the area. Does it feel like to anybody else? And I'm going to ask this to you guys listening listening on. I think Chad's even in here. So I'm going to throw this out there. Duke's there. Dustin's is in the house. Ryan's in here. Shane. And then we got, we got a house full of house full of folks. Does it feel like to anybody else that Cody always has an advantage? Can somebody explain that to me? I, that's a rhetorical question, but I just, I just, I don't, I don't understand how Cody's always got an advantage. Wait till you have him on. Get his history. I got oh, it one uh, night. I've, I've interviewed, I've fished with Cody. I spent a lot of time with Cody. I love Cody Milton. Oh, but, he comes and crashes at my house. I had to hit him up one night. It was like, you've been fishing FLW since you were 13? Yeah. It's like, okay, now that explains some stuff. Yeah, he's, he's. <laughs> Not only that, but but he's uh, he's a big smiling, goofy, grand, fun loving, big lanky. You know what I mean? But when you put him in that, when you put his butt in that Hobie, 
Oh, he yep. He schooled me in Arkansas on one. We were throwing the same bait. I watched him catch 13 to my one. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So what uh what 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 do you what do you think about the age gap and having you know we got we got a 42 year age gap from Brad Case. I'm not the and Brad Brad no, I'm not throwing him under the bus. But but in the house, there's a lot of diversity. There's you guys are from all over the map. It and really from all is. different ages, all different generations, how do you think that plays out? It's it's a mix this year. I mean, it really is. I mean, I'm the first guy ever from Louisiana. There's a couple guys from Maine. I mean, Tennessee, Arkansas, Mississippi. I mean, there is a good group and of all ages. So, I mean, Dylan, I just want to see how he holds up after – four hard days of fishing with us and then with us heckling in the house and everything else. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun one. You know, you, that's, that's not the first time I've heard that conversation is how does Dylan hold up? And and at the end of the day, Dylan's a 15 year old kid. That's it. I've never seen a 15 year old kid. Let me rephrase that. I, 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 I've seen very few 15 year old kids carry themselves the way that Dylan does. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid, and that's what I want to see because that's a lot even for, I mean, anybody, any good athlete. I mean, us getting up at 4 a.m., hammering it out for four solid days. Yeah, day two for the 10 is the stamina is going to really start setting in. You're going to have to have it. Now, we've got a couple of you catch guys <laughs> in the in the 10. How, I mean, are, are you guys – I mean, are y'all are y'all driving anything back and forth? Are y'all talking any? Are y'all – I mean, I, like I said, I know you're friends with all these guys, but I mean, is there is there any is there any smaller tribalism going on inside the ten that you can let us in on? Well, I don't know if there's any actually. I'm the only one off the catch team that's uh, that's in the ten. Now, there's some coming for the Invitational. That's a different story. So, I mean, we've talked a little bit. I mean, the catch team is its own entity. We're like our own little family inside of a family. So it's. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to get them down there as well. I got you, man. I got you. Well, dude, uh, Jamie, man, I, I'm excited about this event. I can't wait to get down here. I, I told you earlier when we were talking pre-interview stuff, I, I, I'm trying not to wish away the whole first month of 2020, but holy crap, am I excited and I'm ready to get down to uh, to Kissimmee, uh, Florida and, and go fish the Kissimmee chain. Uh, big shout out to Kissimmee Sports and everything they're doing and hosting all these guys. Uh, big shout out to to uh, to DZ Truck Accessories um, for uh, for being the title sponsor of the ten, and a big thank you to Kayak Bass Fishing for everything that they're doing. There's a whole lot of money on the line for these eleven guys who have uh, who have put in the miles, put in the put in the the blood, the sweat, the tears, and the hook sets to earn their way into this house. This is going to be a great great event. Um, every single night over the next couple of days, uh, we'll be bringing you guys in. I think this is only our second interview, um, uh, out of the 11 and every single night right here at eight 30 Eastern time, uh, seven 30 central, uh, bringing you guys another interview, another, another face, another backstory on, on these 11 guys getting their way down here into this event. If you, uh, if, if you, if you fish KBF events before and you think you're qualified for the 10 invitational, I'm telling you right now, and Jamie will tell you. Go sign up for that event. Go get into that because it's an opportunity to not only win that in a 100% payout, a one, there is zero holdback in the 10 Invitational. 
It's 100% payback this year coming out of the Invitational. No more of the other fees that 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 we had to deal with 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 other properties. We're not having to do that with with uh, with where we're where we're where we're going. Excuse my like, excuse my 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 repetitiveness there. Um, but we're we're not having to deal with that with where you guys are going. So it's 100% payback. And uh, and if you can take home first place, if you can beat out these other 11 guys who are going to be playing defense, you got a shot then at uh, at being one of 12 to chase 10 thousand dollars in the kbf dz the 10 so good good stuff man jamie i appreciate you so much coming on dude i'd love to roll out the red carpet for you give you an opportunity to thank any kind of sponsors thank any of the family members give any kind of shout outs bro the mic is yours uh yeah sponsors i mean i've got i've stuck with uh sticking with the small just small group uh attorney tag bill rodriguez lace and his wife you couldn't ask for better people. So, and Bill's always been there for me for everything. Uh, Wilderness Systems, Dwayne Wally takes care of me on anything that I need. Can't complain, complain on that whatsoever. I really appreciate everything they've done for me. And uh, then Duke with Catch, you couldn't ask for a better guy. And it's, it's been a, a true honor to be on the Catch team. So, I wanted to really thank him and... Uh, David Brooks, he's the one that got me on the team in the beginning. So it's been fun. I appreciate everything they've done. Now, I can't let you leave. I think you think you were getting away. I'm, I can't let you leave. See, I think I thought you were getting away there, right? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about you're known as a joker. You're known I as playing a prank. Been... You've thrown some smoke bombs. What I mean, what what what's what's that about, Jamie? I keep some stuff in my truck just in case emergencies happen. <laughs> some stuff in my truck. That's a, I say I have a – one of my buddies owns all the fireworks stands around Shreveport, Bossier. So I get free fireworks. So I carry some stuff with me. I used to carry Roman candles in my crate. So it you never know. You never know when you're going to need a Roman candle? <laughs> You've been on Caddo. I mean <laughs> – I can't so, even fair yeah. point. I can't yeah. even argue it. Yeah, makes but sense. David Brooks, when we were at Lacrosse, he had bought a truck a couple months prior and was having some issues with it back and forth. Uh, I'd already gotten most of the guys with the smoke bombs when they got there, but he didn't know anything about it. So we all had it set up. As soon as he pulled up, I slipped out one door. He went in the other door. I threw the smoke bomb under and it was one of the ones that smokes for like four minutes, five minutes. So yeah, I run inside. I was like, David, why is your truck smoking? For, and all you see is him run out the door and you see him run past every window of the house. Everybody in the house is like dying. And he starts grabbing rods out of the back of his truck because he thinks he's burning down. Yeah. Go after it, the rods. That's yeah. what, that was a concern. Oh, I was on the grass laughing. I mean, I was dying. Yeah. His truck smelled like sulfur for a month. Save the rods. Oh, that's it. He was going for his fishing gear. I mean, you know, it, it, there seems to be a trend here with you guys. Your phone goes, your rods, like, save whatever it takes to be competitive. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I, I love like, it. I, I've got a few uh, tricks that I'm bringing down to Florida because Duke and the guys from Catch are staying at a house close to us, so... <laughs> there may still be some uh, surprises in for him. Duke, I'm watching you, bro. 
Be messing. Don't, don't, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah. I'm putting it on notice right now. Uh, uh-uh, dude. <laughs> all right man well dude uh couldn't let you get away without talking about prank wars and everything else i i i'm not gonna lie man i've been a part of the little private group that we got going on in text and i i think there's some guys gunning for you off the water oh they are it's coming. <laughs> i have no doubt i love it man well dude thanks so much for coming and being a part of this dude Thank you. congratulations on a phenomenal phenomenal 2019 season uh, you're definitely a guy to watch. Uh, anybody that didn't know that before tonight, damn sure knows it now. Uh, yeah, it, you, you're, you're, you put in the work, you put in the time on the water, off the water. Uh, I'm excited to go down here and see how you, see how you mix in with these 10 guys. And I'm excited to see what you do in 2020, bro. I, I got nothing but love for you. And, uh, and I'll see you in Florida in a couple weeks, my man. Sounds good. We'll see you there. Appreciate it so much, man. Thanks so much for coming on tonight, Jamie. Thank you. All right, guys, that about wraps it up. Big shout out to Jamie. Thank you so much, brother, for coming on the show tonight and talking with us, sharing some stories. Uh, I'll see him in just a couple of weeks along with these other 11 guys, uh, these other 10 guys, um, and everybody coming down for the 10, for the 10 Invitational. Uh, it's going to be a great, great, epi- uh, a great, great uh, tournament, a great, great series. Um, if you guys are, are just tuning in and getting in with any of this stuff, uh, make sure that you caught up on this episode. You can catch Brad Case's episode from last night, and you can catch up on uh, on the the night of champions where we had three out of the four. The only guy we were missing was Ron. Um, uh, on the first night, you can catch all of those episodes. Everything's already available up on the podcast. This episode will be up and available tomorrow morning on the podcast. If you're just looking for the audio, you can find this video in the archives um, on Facebook on Kayak Bass Fishing. You can find it at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in. Um, and, uh, if you guys need anything out of me, uh, this is where I'll be. I'll see you guys tomorrow night where we are having conversation with Mr. Casey Reed. So, uh, it's definitely going to be a, a Saturday night show that, uh, that you definitely are going to want to tune into Casey's got, uh, Casey's going to have a lot to talk about. I think I've got a lot of questions for Casey, so I want to see where the show goes tomorrow night. It'll be super, super awesome. Uh, if you guys need anything out of me, I'm your host of the way in Scott Butcher telling you guys to tackle your dreams. And we'll catch up with you guys next time. See ya. Holla. How do you turn this thing off? Anybody know? I really should be at home right now. I got to know. Are my kids bays? Like, where's my?